Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. You may have heard me talk about the new consciousness or the new paradigm. So that all sounds intriguing and probably like a good thing, but what does it really mean for us as humans? This is especially relevant now. If you look around and assess honestly, it can seem like humans are actually devolving, behaving in less conscious, less authentic, more oppressive and abusive ways. So where's this new consciousness and what would a next level human look like? In this episode, we're discussing what it means to be a new consciousness or new paradigm human. We talk about what the experience can look like, what is possible as many of us exponentially rise in frequency resonance, and what we need to do to access this new level of potential. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. Today, in Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, we're discussing the next level human. So, next level human. Mm -hmm. So, are we talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger? Or is this AI intelligence, you know? Yeah. Elon Musk version, next level human? Or... Yeah. Do you have something else in mind? I have something else in mind. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's really about the potential that we are moving into. Okay. And so we're all moving into it. It's available to us. We're moving into it at different rates, depending on who you are and what your frequency resonance is. And before I even start going into what it's going to look like, I, I just want to bring us to now. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what it is that we are able to access now, because it is happening now. So meaning there are people who are clearing their distortion patterns, who are rising in their frequency resonance right now very, very quickly. And as a result, they're experiencing the magic of being at a higher level resonance. And I talk about the magic a lot, but I don't think I really talk about what that means. And I think a lot of people want to experience magic. And so they have an idea in their heads of what that is. And if they don't get that idea of what it is, they don't think they're experiencing magic. Yeah. It's kind of a funny thing. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is, and magic, it's funny, it's a spectrum of experience, right? Just like everything else. So it really depends on how high your frequency resonance is. So to me, what magic can look like is you have a lot more synchronicity, you know? So it's like you're on your way to work and you leave at the same time you do every day and then you have a flat and you're like, oh, I have a flat, okay, I gotta get out of the car, I've gotta call AAA, I've gotta do my thing. And then the AAA guy shows up in his tow truck and when you have a conversation with AAA guy, because now he's helping you with the tire and the whatnot, you realize that he's a fount of information for the place that you're about to move to, that you're new to, don't know anything about, and he tells you all these logistics that you wouldn't have found out if you hadn't happened to meet him. Right. For example. Okay. Right. I've got okay. it. So yeah. Like a little synchronistic Fatigue. moment. Yeah. yeah. And those synchronistic moments happen exactly on time a lot of the time. Right. So it's not when your frequency resonance is higher. Is higher. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. And it becomes 
less effortful because it's almost like you expect them to happen, but not in a specific way. It's not like today I plan on figuring out the how I'm going to, you know, find the next house I'm moving to. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like you're thinking like that. Yeah. But you sort of know and kind of expect that something magic is going to happen today. Like the answer will come. Yeah, the answer will come. Yeah. Whenever it's meant to. And there's many questions out there. Oh, and when I'm in that place, yeah. I can I can feel when I'm in that place because I'm not attached. I'm not fearful. Mm -hmm. I'm not in expectation or in a need to have the answer now. Yeah. It's just a complete trust. Yeah. Oh, and is that that surrender from strength yeah. thing that you keep talking about? Exactly. Yeah. And you're in kind of what I also call flow. Because you just are. Yeah. You know, you're just being. So here you are living in the present moment. You're not in the future, like you said, worrying. You're not... Um, trying to sort everything, you know, before you don't even know what the answer is. Mm -hmm. you, do you know what I mean? Like trying to control all the variables. Yeah. You just are. Yeah. In this moment. And it, it's kind of a, for me anyway, and I know what your experience is, my feeling is similar. It's a very happy, joyful place to be. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely for sure. Yeah. Okay. So now you hinted at, you know, what it's already here. Yes. Well, what's it's? Yeah. So this magic that we're talking about, mm -hmm. right, where there's more synchronicity, where there's more flow, people are starting to experience more of, like they don't even particularly think of what it is they want to create yet and it shows up for them, mm. okay? So it's sort of like, you know, you, um, for example, and um, I'll, I'll just give a, a little quick example. So we have a client or a member of the Spherical Luminosity community and she was, and you guys, you and I have talked about her before, mm -hmm. but um, she was thinking of putting solar on her roof Okay, solar panels on her roof because yep. she lives in Southern California. She lives in LA. And um, she started to do the research on it. And she's not a very research-heavy person, so she's kind of getting overwhelmed with all the choices. She's like, ah, I don't really know which one I want. But then this one company sort of surfaces like, okay, I have a feeling from the website. I kind of am curious about this one. Yeah. And while she's doing all this research, like there's, you know, her doorbell rings. And because she lives in LA, she doesn't answer her door typically, but this time she did. And who's standing on her doorstep is a salesperson from the company that she wanted, she was researching and wanted to actually move forward with, who also happened to have a discount for her to put the solar on her roof, right? So she hadn't even fully, do you see what I'm saying? She hadn't even like committed to, I want this many panels, this company, this price, nothing. It's just like she was starting to like put her attention into this realm. Mm -hmm. And then all of this sort of magic happened unfolds in front of her exactly yeah yeah it's, it's a fantastic it's like story. feeling yeah. yeah I love that story and so in any case this kind of um, level of creation is already happening for yeah. some people because their resonance is high enough and that's what I mean by magic and as you said I think it's really important to, to mention the state that you're in as this magic is unfolding is not attached mm. it's not in struggle it's not about sacrificing and working hard and getting all the details handled. It's not that. Okay. So even in that state of just that experience, that in part is, to me, is part of the magic. Oh, you know? yeah, for sure. Well, like, with myself and my husband, if we have, uh, uh, let's just say we're trying to figure something out. Mm -hmm. And what should we do? And, oh, and then, uh, you know, we're humming and hearing about all the different directions. And if nothing's showing up, like for me, I'm, I, I kind of feel into it. Mm -hmm. mm, that, that's not right. Oh, that's not right. Nothing's showing up. I'll often see him. Let's just leave it. Let's just walk away. Don't even think about it. Let's watch a movie, go for a walk. And it can be within an hour or a day, but then the answer just somehow just comes or appears or shows up. It's like, 
it's really easy just to have faith then. Yeah. You know, it sounds it's religious, like, but it's really easy it's, yeah, just to have faith. faith. Yeah, or trust It really is what it is, you know, that it's yeah. going to appear before mm-hmm. you because it will. And it's often in sort of unexpected ways, you know, like someone emails you out of the blue or you see something that shows up in your social media stream or, you know, like the weirdest things happen or conversation happens or whatever. Yeah. So, okay. So what we're talking about in terms of human the next level human. Yeah, that's what I'm really curious about because you also talk about the new consciousness. Yes, yes. So those two know, things overlap. Yeah, what's happening with that too? I yeah. mean, surely there must be some bigger changes there. Yeah. yeah. So all the the consciousness levels are all available to like they're all there. They mm-hmm. exist already. Yeah. What allows us to access the different levels of consciousness has to do with our own frequency resonance. Mm -hmm. So the higher your own frequency resonance, the more you can access these levels of consciousness. So the new consciousness that you and I have discussed before, and we have discussed many times before on this podcast, blog or podcast or whatever you want to call it, um, exists already. It's just our ability to be in those frequencies and sustain that level of frequency resonance, which is very high, is now here, meaning we we have risen enough in our consciousness, a number of us have, to be able to access those frequencies and to live that experience, which is more of the experience that you're talking about, of the trust, flow, ease, things showing up for you. You know, it's just like you, it's almost like you're surfing through life and the surf is with you. You're not, you're trying to, yeah. you're not trying to paddle upstream. You, you know you're surfing in life. Yeah. And you realize that you can direct your board. You know, so that's different than I would say the old consciousness that we're leaving where it's like you're being pummeled by the waves and you're trying to stay afloat and please can I find something to float on so I don't have to be swimming this whole time trying to tread water, you know? So it's a different kind of experience with life or what I call the illusion. So it feels easier and it's more happy and it's more joyful. I'm not saying that there's no room for growth and that you won't be challenged in some way. Of course you are. But in that new consciousness, because your frequency resonance is high enough to be in that new consciousness, the growth opportunities, whilst they may be challenging, you also know that they're growth opportunities. So you don't feel like you're being bullied by them. You know, it's not like you're being like, you know what I mean? Like beat oh, up by life. Sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I came from that place, you know, yeah. victim to everything. Yeah. You know, this is happening to me. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and it feels like you can never get out. I got, yeah. Yeah, and it's just despair. And then finally, now to be in a place where when it happens, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Roll up the sleeves. Yeah. Then, you know, I'm going to get stronger. There's no way am I going to let this pull up the, or drop me oh, down yeah, in, in resonance. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's kind of a little... Like a little challenge. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm not getting there. <laughs> and in that challenge, in exactly what you just pantomimed, is the knowing that you can rise mm. to that challenge. Yeah. Right? It's not like you're like, oh, no, it's coming and there's nothing I can do about it. You're like, no, it's coming. And I'm getting ready. Like, I'm ready. Yeah. You know, I'm ready. And however, and it's not like I'm ready. You know, like you're in resistance. It's more like, okay, I'm ready. So it's like you know you can transcend, and in that moment you're going to adjust to whatever it is and grow and learn whatever and examine and look for and be aware of your own distortion, release them, you know, all that sort yes, of stuff. Yes, that's that a gift in the end. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's what I mean by the new consciousness. How we interact with the reality, the illusion, whatever you want to call it, is very different because we're very different, meaning we are more empowered within it. Yes. We understand our own power, our own authority, and therefore, even though there's challenge, it doesn't feel like you're getting beat up, like we just said. Mm. So that's what I mean by removing into the new consciousness. 
So to answer your question, what's here now? Mm -hmm. This is already happening. So not only in our experience, which is sort of um, an elevated experience of the regular reality, mm -hmm. but there are kids now here who are fully in that resonance of next level human, who appear to us like they have incredibly special gifts. Mm. Right? They seem like, like they can do incredible things. So for example, um, some of these kids, uh, they did a study in China. So there's very, China's a very big place with you know, a lot of people. Yeah. So th they will find within their population kids who are very gifted, who can do different things, like very special things. So anyway, they, were, um, they had a little school for these kids and uh, they blindfolded these kids and they tied their hands behind their back for this experiment. And they had a bunch of scientists observing the experiment of what these kids were going to do. And they had on a table in front of the kids, but the kids didn't touch it because their hands were behind their back. So they don't see the table. They, all they see is the blindness of their, the darkness of their black, their blindfold. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they were, and the, on the table was a glass and a ball. Okay. They were next to each other, but not touching. So uh, away from each other. And each child was told to move the ball into the glass. And over and over again, each child just simply moved the ball inside the glass without touching it. And so you're like, how is that possible? Well, it's totally possible. This is next level human. This is the human who hasn't been bogged down with all of the distortion, who hasn't been conditioned to believe that they can't co-create the reality, that they can't manipulate the reality. I say manipulate, but you know what I mean? Bend the rules of it, mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff. They, they can do it. And there are even schools right now. We have a friend and her kid is a kind of a kid like this. And you're conscious as a kid. You know that scene in the Matrix with the child takes a spoon, the metal spoon, he bends it, the child bends it with their mind. Yeah. This is like what their second class. Yeah. This is what the kids do. It's like, this is a spoon. It's not real. Bend it. Every single one. These are kids like between, how old was he? I think he was seven at the time. Mm. Just like one after another, just a bit like bend the spoon, bend the spoon, bend the spoon, because it's not real to them. It's just part of the reality. So the straight bent didn't really matter. Yeah. Okay. So they are not conditioned to believe what we believe is true, and as a result, because their consciousness level is higher and they're vibrating a higher rate, they can shift what in the reality shows up for them. That reminds me of a documentary that we just watched, and there's a lady in the UK works with these kids deliberately, mm -hmm. and she blindfolds them. Mm -hmm. And she, they're just, you know, the documentary shows them, they have a book in their hand, they're blindfolded, and they read the story. They've never read the story before. Mm -hmm. you know, and they're reading it with their hand. Mm -hmm. And then they thought, okay, well, let's try a game of baseball. So they put the blindfolds on them again, mm -hmm. and can't see through them, playing baseball. Uh, every single one of them, blindfolded, hit the ball first time, every time, run to the, you know, the spots they're supposed to run. It just, like, when I'm watching, I'm like, I can feel my brain hurting. Yeah. How? You know? Yeah, how is it possible? Yeah. And no matter how hard I try, it's like, it's not something that comes from the brain. No, mm. it's not. So a lot of people will see, hear stories of those kids and think, I'm not like that because I'm not gifted like them. Mm -hmm. It's, yes, they appear to us like they have gifts. Really what they do not have is conditioning. Yeah. Okay. So, and they also have a very high frequency resonance. Okay. Yeah. So these two things together mean that they operate at a different level than most humans who are conditioned with the rules of the illusion. Mm -hmm. Okay. What is possible? What is real? What is fake? What, you know what I mean? Like, what can you actually 
influence. All that sort of stuff has been very sort of drilled into us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so these kids don't have it. They're like, yeah, you're telling me that's not possible. Yeah, that's not that's not my reality. Yeah. It's so funny when they interviewed these kids that were yeah. blindfolded and they're saying, well, how do you do it? They kind of looked at the guy interviewing and said, oh, you just feel it. You, you just, you just, you know. And they, yeah. <laughs> Like, duh. Because <laughs> well, it's so obvious to them. It's like breathing or brushing your teeth or whatever, right? You just yeah. imagine, feel it, and then it happens. Mm. So I was wondering as well. So, you know, coming back to the new consciousness, I wonder sometimes if these people are like anchoring that yes. new consciousness and for us to entrain ourselves yes. to it. You know, like, here, look, yeah, hello. hello. Yeah. This is what you're capable of yes. accessing. Exactly. You know? And that's exactly what the function is. Remember what it is that you can do. Mm -hmm. And because we have the internet now, we can see it. You know, it's very easy to see these things move around. And it's also easy to dismiss it. Like, oh, that's not true. It's staged, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter what people say. People will always dismiss whatever is shown or given right in some way or another there always be people like that who are like that's not real that's not true yeah well it's not true for them but just because it's not true for them doesn't mean it has to be true for you know not true for you that's right and so um to your point these kids are anchoring us into that reality of the next level human they are the next level human you are too we just have to work to release our distortions and push our frequency resonance up so we can remember that we're just like them. There's no difference between us and them. Hmm. So do you suspect, I mean, we don't know because we haven't discussed anything like this with them, mm -hmm. but do you suspect that it's because they're from a new consciousness and they were born into mm -hmm. this level of consciousness or that their lineage and maybe their parents and their grandparents were already awakened Mm. Or can it be a bit of both? Do you I think? think it's a bit of both. That's my feeling. It kind of depends on the kid. And a lot of the kids that I've seen who are new consciousness kids like them, and I actually have um, met a number of kids now who are new consciousness kids who yeah. are in their uh, early, mid, late teens. Yeah. That's kind of like the age range. And it's really wonderful now that they're getting old enough. You know, they're, yeah. they're starting to get older and they're able to express more what it is that they're doing and how they can change things and... Um, you know, uh, we met this um, young man who's probably about 14 now. And he um, basically, when he helps people with sickness, it's almost like he he know, he does like a certain motion with his hands. Yeah. Right? And he knows that he's releasing whatever it is that's causing the person to be sick. Wow. And he doesn't really tell anybody he's doing it. He just does it. Mm. And if you ask him, how do you know that you can do that? And he's just like, because I, I can't. <laughs> yeah. You know, he doesn't think about it too much. He just does it over and over again. And so it's interesting to see what these kids can do. They're around a lot. A lot of them are beings who are from a higher consciousness level who have not been able to incarnate into a body before because the consciousness level was too low, it was too <sighs> dense. So they couldn't come in in embodiment in the same way to help. Right. They could be around us, you know, around humans and help, but they couldn't embody in the yeah. same way. But now that consciousness has risen enough and the work that we're doing with frequency work, by the way, is starting to increase the level of consciousness, right? It is helping consciousness to rise. Yeah. So more of these beings can come in. They, just in who they are, because they don't forget, Yeah. because they have a, an a inkling or a remembering of who they are, they can awaken much faster because they don't go into the sleep that we have been through. Yeah. And so as a result, they, like you said, anchor this next level human like what is possible for consciousness in the embodied human form mm -hmm. and so 
um, a lot of them, at least the ones I have met, um, have chosen to come in at this time. Mm -hmm. Some of them have incarnated one or two times before. Maybe some of them are brand spanking new. Right. Does that make sense? Like they've never been here before. Yeah. They're like, all right, let's see what happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's really amazing. And you know, it's even amazing. Like um, I've worked with women uh, where their babies are uh, new consciousness kids. And man, when they have beings who are high level beings, they force the mom to clear up, right? They just, they're just like, yeah, that space is too dense for me. We're going to have to clean you up. So they'll work with me in tangent with me to get mom ready to, for her frequency resonance to rise so they can embody through her because yeah. she holds the space for them, for the body that they're going to be in, to be in. Yeah. And then in the last, however many length of time they choose to be in the womb for. But my point is they will very much start to clear up mom. So I'm listening to you saying that these new level humans mm -hmm. will come into the mum and work with her to you know, make sure that she clears her distortions. But how do they do that? Oh, yeah. So um, as I've mentioned before, you know, I'm working on frequency levels. So everything is a frequency signature, whether the, the being is you know, alive, dead, embodied, disembodied, high level being, you know, angelic realm you know, entity, it doesn't matter. It's all a frequency package, okay? It's all a, a specific resonance, yeah. okay? So what will happen is the being that's chosen to come into embodiment will show up mm -hmm. in my awareness and work with me to help clear the mom's distortion. So, and they'll work very fast often. And because they are not yet embodied, their frequency resonance is very high because they don't have the, any distortion yet of being human. Yeah. Right. They're not embodied yet. Yeah. So what happens is it's kind of like a combined force, right? So it's like me, the being that's going to be the child and the mother's higher self, and they will guide as to what needs to be cleared and the rate. So it's, this is the being that's going to be the child. It's like very, very clear. Mm. Yeah. So it's really, and when that happens, it's amazing because often I don't have expectation when I'm working with people because mm. I'm not. I'm just in the present moment um, holding a certain resonance and working with whatever is presented from higher self. But when these beings that are going to be these babies come in and they work, like the moms just are kind of like, how did you know that about the lineage? How did you know? Like it's so clear, so precise. Let's get rid of this. And they move so fast that the mothers are just like, Wow. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of amazing, actually. So that's what I mean by working with them. They make themselves apparent and they re request certain things very strongly. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just say there's a mum watching this podcast, which yeah. is free. Yes. You know, and she's pregnant and she may have mm -hmm. a new human, new level human mm -hmm. just about to happen. Mm -hmm. And she can't afford to come and see you mm -hmm. at, at an individual level. Yeah. Um, but does that does the clearing still happen? Like, you know, does yeah. this kid still come through? So what will happen is the kid, if you really need an individual session, something will happen in your reality to allow for that to happen. Uh -huh. They'll make sure it happens. Right. Okay. Like like somehow the money for the session will show up. Right. Okay. Yeah. Or they'll guide towards um certain GFCs. You know, like so all the podcasts have a GFC associated with them. Yeah. They'll sort of push, like be like, okay, no. Do this one. You know what I mean? They'll kind of like nudge. Now you'll just think like, geez, I really have to do that thing. I don't know why I feel like I have to do that. But for some reason, I feel like I need to listen to that a couple of times. Yeah. You know, it has didn't seem to be relevant, but I'm just going to listen to it. They'll nudge towards that. Yeah. So they are helping you to clear the, the, the deck. Yeah. So 
they can arrive. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah, they're really it's it's an, a truly a, a delight to work with those beings. Yeah. I wonder if at some stage it would be able to get them on the podcast and chat to them. No, no, wouldn't it be awesome? I know I don't. And the thing is, you know, because I'm not in the session, I don't remember all the details. You know, because yeah. I don't think when I'm in the session. But it's truly amazing what they do and what they know and you know all that sort of stuff. Okay, yeah. and I also wanted to just do you know of any? So we understand that there's new kids that are possibly anchoring in this new consciousness, or mm -hmm. you know, just showing us how to awaken, whatever their purpose is. Is there any non-kids, you know, like adults, elders, anything like that that have been here? Because I'm kind of thinking, you know, the levels of consciousness. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there's been previous kids yeah. that arrived and had us prepared for the shift. Oh, you mean like the indigo kids or the rainbow kids? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, or some of the elders. You know, there's some in the Sierra Nevada, the Kogi Mamas yes. and things like that, mm -hmm. that have been holding this space. And I'm sure there's some in the Native American Indian mm -hmm. families that mm -hmm. kind of wonder if some of them and that's maybe what the attraction to the elders and the indigenous wisdom has been for us you yes. know, for so long, so long is because they remember. Yes, yeah. they remember. And it's really amazing because when these new consciousness kids meet the elders sometimes, it's just like recognition, you know? It's like, oh, in the elder, it's like, this is why I've been holding this space for you to come and help. And the child is like, this is why I came. Because you called me here. Yeah. Do you know it's really beautiful actually? Right. So it's like this lovely recognition. And you know, well, you have your own new consciousness kids, but they when people present supposedly as these wise wise elders, these new consciousness kids know. Yeah. They're like when it's not. They're like, Yeah, you're not what you say you are. Yeah, can I tell a story? Oh please. That? Yeah. So we were living in New Zealand and we went to a Marae, which mm -hmm. is in a sacred meeting space. And we were waiting on the elder, the esteemed elder. Mm -hmm. And we were all sitting in a circle. Now there was, there must have been a hundred people. Wow. Sitting, waiting. And I had my little boy with me and, you know, he was sitting patiently. And the elder arrived. And the minute he arrived and sat in the seat, my boy had the most massive tantrum. Now, he, he wasn't prone to tantrums. He yeah. just wasn't that kind of kid. He was a happy kid. And, and he, he actually turned around and said, get me out of here, like this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, totally shocked. And of course, everybody in the room, because they gave up their power to this elder, yeah. were horrified Fine. that yeah. my kid would say this. And they scuttled me and my husband out of the room <laughs> like we were a disease. You know? <laughs> get them out of the room, quick, you know? Yeah. And we got shuffled into the kitchen and oh, whoa. It, you know, we caused such a fracas and um, it was embarrassing at the time for me. I was like, oh my God, oh. I can't believe I yeah, you know. And I couldn't understand it. And then lo and behold, about two, three weeks later, we found out that this guy, this elder was actually a pedophile. Hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And my son was like, get me out of here. Because so, he knew. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. The new consciousness kids are more aware. They know what frequency, I mean, they may not think about it, but they're just like, oh, I don't like that person. They may not be able to tell you exactly why, you know, they don't like, but they're like, mm, I yeah. don't like that person's feel. They don't like their energy. I don't want to interact with them, whatever it is, but they're very aware. And they also will not have it when somebody tries to come into their space. Oh yeah. They really will balk because they hold that resonance of 
the new next level human, which is one where we are of a higher resonance. And when you have come into that high resonance, why would you allow anyone to come to your space and pull your resonance down? Mm, you makes know? sense. Why would you do? Why would you allow that? Mm. You wouldn't because you honor the magnificence that you are, not from like an ego standpoint, like I am so wonderful, you know. But it's more like I am an aspect of the divine. I'm here to live my highest potential. Why would I allow someone to drag that into the muck? Yeah, you know? makes sense. So next level human, do you have an idea? I mean, you've been talking round about it. Yeah. But do you have an idea or what that looks like or how we would recognize that that's happening for us? I mean, we, we talked about the magic, yeah. but is that it? Or, you know, is there more to come? Oh, do you know what it looks like? There's you more know? to come. I'm human myself and having my own journey. So I'm not able to see everything. Right? Because if I were able to see everything, then it would make my journey almost, there wouldn't be enough challenge. Does well, that make sense? It's kind of no longer Your a journey. journey. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like fast forward. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'm supposed to have my own experience. But my feeling is um, really when we get to this, and I really feel like this will be in our lifetimes, and I'm excited about this, where those kids with those gifts, we have that same ability. Okay? We don't believe the illusion. We start to live into the greatness that we are without really needing to like push that onto anyone because right? yeah. it's not egocentric. Yes. Right? It's really just like I understand, feel, and I'm aware of and live the magnificence that is me. So too do you. Wow. Oh, wait. We're also one. Mm. Right? So now how we interact is very different. Our communities become different. The corporations become different. Our ruling structures become different. Like everything about how we are, like how we treat the earth, the technologies that come in, everything, how we create, what we aspire to as a collective totally changes. And for me, this is very exciting. Now, I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, yeah. but I can feel it. It's like this incredible uptick in potential of like, wow. So if we don't have this heaviness and darkness and fear and scarcity and abuse and whatever, and we could just create in that freedom of knowing who we truly are, what would that be like? And I don't know what it will look like, but I can feel the like the expansion of it. Yeah. You know, and that celebration of it, which is really, it feels really glorious. Yeah, especially if you can create at will. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because then you don't have any scarcity. Exactly. And if you could create at will, what would you want to experience? Yeah. So do you see, like even that question, what would you want to experience if you already had everything you wanted? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because so much of what we create is out of our lack. Yeah. What if you had no lack? Yeah. What then would you want to learn from? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how would you want to grow? Yeah. So I feel like that is tremendously exciting. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a Marvel movie. Yeah. <laughs> a good one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's so funny. I remember this one little new consciousness kid I met. He was like fixated with flying. He's like, I'm totally on the edge of being able to fly. <laughs> and he's like, I know we can fly. And I'm like, we can. We just don't remember. And he's like, you know, what if I did fly? And I'm like, well, if you did fly right now with consciousness the way it is, they would um, take you away mm -hmm. and experiment on you. So the reason you can't fly yet is because everyone else isn't ready. I know you're ready, which is fantastic. But everyone else isn't ready yeah. for you yet. Yeah. You know? Oh, poor little guy. <laughs> I know. He'll get there, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that was super interesting. Yeah. And thank you for that. Yeah, thank you. For those of you who are new, we're about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC, 
This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for Next Level Human. So in order to have the frequency resonance to be able to embody next level human, it's important to be very able to come into your zero point, to be there as much as possible, and to experience um, what I would call spherical awareness or momentum that happens not just forward, but in all directions. Okay. So spherically expanding, giving you spherical momentum, which will allow you to experience spherical abundance, which is abundance on all levels. Now, if you don't know what spherical awareness is or what spherical abundance is, I do recommend that you watch episode 178. So in this particular group frequency calibration, we'll help you start to come more into the zero point so you can start to, as you rise in your frequency resonance, start to experience more and more spherical momentum. So let's get started. Becoming aware of your body. And as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of your entire back body. From the crown of your head all the way down the back of the head, the backs of your arms, your shoulders, back body. down over your butt, backs of your legs, all the way down to the backs of your heels. Now, if you've been doing this for longer, noticing the details of your back body, the curve of the back body, what parts of the back body receive more weight than the others, the spread of the muscle, the stretch of the skin. Noticing if there is part of your back body that is still holding or in tension, or if 
you can settle into even more ease. Good. And then bringing your attention to the fronts of your shins. Noticing what the fronts of your shins are touching. The distance between the top of the shin and the bottom of the shin. And then becoming aware of your breath. Just noticing it at first. Noticing if you have an impulse to change it, make it quote unquote better, or if you can just notice your breath as it is right now. And after a couple of breaths, of just noticing your breath, then allowing your breath to drop further into the body. To allow it to expand and deepen. And then when you're ready, beginning to imagine your breath expanding and contracting in all directions around you like a balloon. Good. And now please become aware of your surroundings. And as you become aware of your surroundings, and noticing the soundscape around you, and noticing the relative direction from which the sound is coming.
So for example, perhaps you notice the whirring of the fan to your right. And much further away, the sound of the hum of the fridge down the hall to your left and a little bit behind you. Becoming very aware of the sound layers that are around you. Good. And then when you're ready, blinking your eyes open, noticing the quality of the light. You're not looking at anything in particular, just noticing the quality of the light, which changes all the time. Even if you're sitting in semi-darkness, that somewhat absence of light has a quality to it. So noticing the quality of the light. And after a couple of seconds of noticing the quality of the light, with your eyes still open, please triangulate. So for those of you who are new, triangulating simply means to become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. And then noticing the distance between each object and you and then feeling that distance. So for example, if object A is the dresser, noticing the dresser is about five feet to you and then feeling that distance. And then doing the same thing for objects B and C. And you'll notice that as you do this with each object, that your sense of where you are in space will start to become more clear, more focused, and more present for you. And whenever you have finished triangulating, bringing your attention to your solar plexus between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. So that space between the belly button and the base of your sternum is your solar plexus. Bringing a hand or fingers here to help you keep your attention in this space. Blinking your eyes closed. Let's take a deep breath here. Inhaling. Holding your breath for a count of six. And whenever you finish that six count, releasing the air at the speed and intensity you prefer, holding your breath out for a count of four.
And after you've finished this one single long breath, whenever that is for you, breathing normally. And we're waiting for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent. So whilst we're waiting for that to happen, for those of you who are new, please note that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level. That I sometimes work in silence. That happens when I'm working with extremely high frequencies and the mastermind is moving fast enough to be able to access them. So if I make sound at those times, it only drops the frequency resonance, which does not serve you. I also make sound. So you'll hear me yawn or hum or exhale sharply. And that's how I release some of the heavier, stickier distortion patterns. Not always, but often. And if I say something that you, really, that you really resonate with, it's likely a distortion pattern that you are running. And if I say something that you really resist, it's also likely a distortion pattern that you are running. So I invite you to remain open, curious, and to explore further. Good. So now that the mastermind has coalesced with your hand still on that solar plexus, keeping your attention here, let's ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? That question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this space, Please imagine a brilliance from deep within its core that starts to get brighter because you have your attention on it. And as this brilliance intensifies, it expands outwards in all directions through your cells out through your organs, your bone structure, your muscles and flesh, 
and out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and your external perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Becoming very aware of the brilliance within the sphere. And now, please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm pulling your frequency resonance up, irrespective of where it began. How high your frequency resonance is dictates everything from what your life looks like, how much abundance you experience, how you feel, how much change you can adapt to. So it's one of the most important things we do together. Bring your attention to your lower belly, from your belly button all the way down to your pubic bone and to the base of the groin. So what we are releasing here is a resistance to being centered in the body. Now, for some of you, it's difficulty being centered in the body. And for some of you, it's um, who are a little more experienced. It's about the refinement, okay, getting right into that zero. And because you're very attached to being right in the center, it somehow can be elusive. Okay, so pulling you into a level of neutrality so you can and surrender so you can enter more easily with more precision. And for those of you who have more resistance to being centered in the body, because the body is dense, or for us 
large subgroup, there's a lot of emotion when you're centered in the body that you don't necessarily want to be with. It can make you uncomfortable to be in the body, to feel that much. Another smaller subgroup, you just feel like it's slow and heavy. You prefer to float out of the body. You mistake that floatiness for freedom. It's just, it's just floatiness. You need to be anchored through the body to have impact on the physical plane. You chose to come into embodiment. So, releasing these distortions for the different groups and subgroups. Smaller group of people, you associate the body with pain. And so you don't like it. It's understandable. And a much smaller subgroup. Um, other things have been in your body, in your space. Whether it's other people's negative emotions. Or dead people or things that are dark. Okay? So whatever subgroup you're in. Good. Yeah. Becoming aware of the center of your solar plexus. Now I'm pulling you into the center of the zero. For some of you, you've never been in the zero point. You don't know what it is even. There is an episode on the zero point that I do recommend. For some of you, you know the zero, but it's hard for you to stay in. And for others, much smaller subgroup. It's about refinement.
Becoming aware of your xiphoid process, please. Right at the base of your sternum. And about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it. In a straight line down towards the belly button. Clearing of the pain body. Because your pain body has a memory of you before the distortion patterns were released. So this just helps to smooth and accelerate integration. Only takes a couple of seconds. Good. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, Usually, there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support. If you'd like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.